recording. Okay. All right, three, two, one. Welcome back. We are back. Um, Jess, please introduce your new partnership. I have a very quick announcement. Really exciting news. I'm now partnering with a an exciting Australian brand. Everybody knows that I'm an advocate for very safe and very pleasurable sex. The condom vigilante. Yeah, the condom vigilante. <laughs> so I partnered with Johnny, Johnny Be Good on Instagram, um, to bring everybody safe and pleasurable sex. They are 100% vegan and Great. also Australian made. It's fantastic. Um, there is a discount code that you can use, which is TBD10. So get on there and get spicy. Just, just I love that. We'll just flick that over there, Tyson. There we go. Else, wrap it up. There we go. Great for balloons. Oh, water fights. I'm joking. He's a damn fool. <laughs> he is a damn fool. <clears throat> um, so, yes. So, we are back once again, once again. We are with Jess, the boy detox. We haven't taken a break on the phone before. We did the last time. Did we? Did we take a break halfway? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I think we've done the longest ones with you. Yeah. So far, yeah. Um, so we are back again. We have talked about um, mystery, mm. assertiveness. Mystery. Mm. mystery and assertiveness, yeah. Mm. Good topics. Polyamory. Polyamory? Polyamorous. Mm-hmm. No, polyamorous is what the person is. Polygamy. Polygamy. Yeah. Polygamy, there you go. I just learned something new today. Yeah. Monogamy. We Monogamy. talked about that as well. Open relationships. Yeah. But we are going to be touching on relationship materials versus... Yes. Just for sex. Oh, yes. oh God. Well, I don't know why I just got anxious talking to you. Why did you get anxious? Relationship material. What do you love about this topic, Jess? Because it's just so... It's so sticky. Ooh, does it's it a help? nice oh. word to use. It feels slightly uncomfortable. Sticky. It's so sticky. And I think so many women want to know if men put women in a box when they first meet them. Ah. And is that... The box is... They're just for sex or their relationship material. First of all, do women do that? <coughs> I think we do, but it's a lot easier to take people out. Mm? Yeah. And it's <laughs> I thought you were talking to Oakley. <laughs> we're a lot more flexible on it. Unless unless we just meet a guy and it's initially he's really hot, I just want to fuck him. Just yeah. to fuck. Yeah. Um, there's always a potential for something to become a relationship. Yeah, you can fair. always grow feelings for somebody, mm-hmm. I believe. And I feel we're a bit more fluid around those boxes. But for men, for some reason, it feels like you get really boxed in quite quickly. I personally think, I don't know if this disagrees with the whole box theory thing, but I think that it depends on your frame of mind where you are. As an example, if you're not open to a relationship and you very much want to be single, it's going to take a lot. It will take a lot for someone to even open that door for you. So every single person you meet is going to be put in that box. Yeah. But I think if you are open to a relationship, maybe you'd be able to give a better perspective. If you are open to it, how easy do people fall into those boxes? If you are open, do people still fall into yeah, those categories? Yeah, I think... I think we've touched on this before, but I think I think a lot of the the basis around the box theory and putting people in these boxes it does most of the time also come down to timing as well. Mm-hmm. And as you said, where you are in life. Mm. But I also do think even if someone is open to relationships, that the box thing is I think it's still quite relevant. Like you can 
be open to a relationship and meet a girl and you just you just know like yeah you find her attractive but you know you're she's not going to be someone that you're going to date yeah. she may not maybe the prerequisite prereq- words always prerequisite. the prerequisites aren't there like the bare minimum of what you see mm-hmm. you, or think you need in a woman for them to be date material maybe she just doesn't hit those and then she's in that box of so does it come down to values or looks or i think it's a i think it's a plethora of of a few values is definitely up there if you're gonna if you want to meet someone that you want to date i think values is definitely do their values align with you and you can and i think you can sometimes gauge someone's value and who they are as a person quite quite quickly if Mm -hmm. they're for example if you go on a first date with someone and all they do is talk about themselves you already know that's that's Mm -hmm. that's not a thing you're just like yeah i'll I'll go home with you tonight but i'm probably not going to see you again yeah boxed and if she's hot enough you'll probably sleep with her again but you just know like that's all it's going to be. Yeah, being hot alone isn't going to take someone from box to box. Yeah, That'd be quite very like shallow like that's view. Yeah, but as I said before, like it it is possible to move from a box. But <laughs> if someone's decided that, for example, for argument's sake, they're going to put you in to, they're just going to sleep with you. You can move, but there needs mm-hmm. to be something that they show you. But yeah. what is it? Yeah, it can. It can. It depends I, on the person. I love trying I think to it's based it can, it, I can, it's it so depends difficult. on the person because it just depends on. For example, you may have certain things that you look for in a woman that mm. I don't, and mm. I will have that that you don't. Mm. So if you're dating someone, and then one day she just oh, he's, <laughs> he's eating the co- get okay away from that condom. Get him away from that condom. It can't be swallowing another one. <laughs> <laughs> I think personally, it's based on. Uh, it's based on time. So I think if you're with someone, I think it's okay. I think this theory is based on being open to seeing where things go. Regardless, if you're closed off, you're closed off. But I think if you're open to seeing where things go, the more time you spend with someone, the more time you spend with the more time you spend with someone, the more of their facets you're going to see over time. Yeah. So on a first important. or second or third date, you might only see a certain few. But if you go on ten dates with them, at the beginning you only saw a few. Like, nah, this isn't serious. But after ten, you know their family, their life, their ambitions, what they do. It's going to be a lot easier for them to move box to box if you're like, oh, that's such a very cool cool person yeah but it's going to take time i think time is a big factor if that person is open to relationships at all but i think it is based on someone being open to relationships for that theory to work i had quite a big conversation around this the other night just because i'm really eager to try and classify it just because that's what my brain likes to do Mm -hmm. but we came up with this idea of do they captivate me do i am i just dying to see them again do i just really want to spend more time with them and that I mean, that alone won't move you from one box to another, but it will fucking help you. Oh, yeah, it has impact, definitely. Oh, no, I completely agree with that. If you're like, fuck, yeah, I would need to see you again. Yeah, Yeah. And is there there something that they are passionate about that that maybe matches one of your passions? Or is there just something that, yeah, captivates you? I can't really answer to that. I I find it really hard because I've, just come out of a relationship about you know like under a year ago and have been in so many long terms i just don't know until it happens i won't know i think it's all i think a lot of it really is to do with the conversation that you have with with these people as well with these women i think what really excites me about seeing seeing someone is the conversations that i know i'm gonna have with them like i've dated i've been in dates with girls before where i know when i'm going like i'm not even worried about the conversation because i just Mm. know it's going to be it's going to be thought-provoking it's going to be educational it's going to be educational yeah because you 
teach you shit. You can always learn. Yeah. Do you not learn when you speak to girls? All right, all right, you, you probably all right. just don't listen. Just fair enough. One fair enough. Fair enough. Educational, educational thought provoking, um, and it also helps when they also have, as I said before, some of the same values that you do. They are passionate about certain things that you do. It could be to do with um, human rights. It could be mm. to do with gay rights. It could be to do with Black Lives Matter. It could be to do with climate change. It could be to do with... So when you find someone that has those yeah. little things that you're passionate about, that is like a, a massive thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if the worst thing you could do is go on a date and think, oh my goodness, what am I going to be talking about with, with this girl? Mm. It's going to be like so surface level. We're not going to... Like, I've literally gone on dates before. I knew for a fact it was just going to be pure surface level conversation how's your day been i just don't want to talk about how my day was it was good how was yours great right what do you want to talk about that's very surface level that's very surface level is there something that you guys do when you know that you are falling for somebody or when you like somebody there's something oh i i am i run to me i run when i I realize i'm yeah i just ghost them you run no oh no you oh you run from i thought you meant you went for a jog because there's something i'm falling for you i'm just gonna go for a jog and clear my mind specific that happens to me but i always wonder if what i do i normally i normally freak out and get really uncomfortable Mm. and then sometimes i take a little step back and then see how much my my need to to like pursue it like happens mm. if that makes sense yeah so I may be like full on and then I'm like oh shit like I'm probably starting to like her I kind of like let myself pull back and then see if like I just kind of gravitate back towards it's happened in like a few of my relationships the little relationships I've been in where I've liked her and then I've kind of like backed off but then I'm like actually no I actually like her and then you kind of pursue but then most times and not I'd say 80% of girls that I've dated um if I end up do liking them, I normally just like right. How can I? How can I mess this up? I uh, I do this thing <laughs> where I, fuck it up? I do this thing where I imagine myself having conversations in my head with them, and then yeah. when I do that, I'm like, fuck, you like them. You imagine yourself having conversations <laughs> yes. with them. So I just have conversations with them in my head. What? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of conversation? They like oh, what? TBD is not. Um, yeah, just like TV random, people. just. Yeah, it's like, well, I imagine, no, I imagine like what it will be like when I see them again mm. and I, I'm like, I guess it's like future, it's, it's future planning, I suppose, yeah. in your head, do you think about what you would do you, do you them? Do you create scenarios in your head as well? Not really, it's all around the conversation, like imagining having a chat with them. Yeah, what I do sometimes, I just imagine like going the whole day with them and shit. Oh yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> just like oh, <coughs> my like you You're like thinking of like where, like I would like if I like a girl, I'm just thinking of like where I'd love to go on a holiday. I'm like oh, I'd love to go like I don't know. Yeah. Say, I'd love to go to Perth, and I'm like oh, I would definitely love to go to Perth. There, like getting her, going yeah. to the airport, like getting on the plane. It's th- so weird. I think having the conversations thing, I kind of do understand. Yeah. Why do you do I, that? I think oh, it's been ages since I started any relationship. My it was goodness. Like three, four years. But I do remember this. Do you remember this? You th- you're pretending like it's 20 years ago. It's no, literally when, four years no, ago. No, no, when I got into it, it was, yeah, it's hard to remember what I was doing in 2016. Like, yeah, what was going on in my head. If but, you really liked you should remember the first time you met her. But I'll tell you this. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. And I don't know if this is only because of the age I was at. But I'd gotten out of a relationship, gotten into another one after an, a period of time. And I remember we hadn't slept together yet. And we were hanging out. I didn't really know I wanted something serious. And I went to her place and we'd slept together a few times. And one night I went there and we didn't sleep together. 
and we just chatted and chilled and went to bed. What? Are you okay? No, yeah. and, and I remember lying in bed and she went to sleep and I, and I, and I didn't care that we didn't shag. And I looked at the ceiling and I was like, Fuck. <laughs> oh, I shit. That's a big sign for yeah, guys. That's a yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah. I didn't care that I didn't shag her, and yeah. I was like, I need to run. I yeah, that's the thing. The Whenever a guy likes, like, really likes a girl, like, sex is is not even on his mind. He yeah. actually wants, wants to, to get, spend yeah, went to spend time with, because yeah. I've been like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, though. back to that captivation factor, mm, right? Yeah. When you just want to see them and spend time with them. You just God, yeah, because, like, feeling. for example, like, my ex, like, I even remember what she wore the first like our first date, I remember what I wore. Like even just small things like that. And we dated for a good bit, probably yeah, like a month, a month and a half. I don't know. It was just like we went to. You must have a good memory, mate, to remember something like that. I I I have a memory where I remember things that I feel are like need to remember or want to remember. Like my mum's always said that because I used to forget to do some small things it like take take something out of the freezer mm. but then i would remember i remember i have memories from when i was like a baby like mm. not even being able to walk because i was on the phone to her one one day and i was like mom this is weird but i always have random memories of our first house and she's like like what and i explained one to her of me sitting in the front garden she like freaked out she's like that's weird because it was i think i think it was like i'm not talking about it but yeah i was just like mm. I remembered it and she's like it's so weird how you're able to remember random memories like that and there's memories of me in the back garden when I was like playing like mini golf or whatever with like my best friend at the time mm-hmm. and all that and she's she just baffled whereas like there's things where she asked me to do something I'm just like oh yeah I forgot so I think just run like for me it's not like it's a memory that's constantly in my head yeah. of like the first time I went the day with my ex and what she's wearing but it's just like if you ask me it's like yeah I remember that. It's I an remember, emotive memory. So yeah, I, I remember where we went. We went to like two bars or whatever. And then she got in the taxi and went I home. I wish I had that. Her taxi was like memory. $90 because she lived out west. I've got an awful memory. Yeah, I know that. An awful memory. You can't remember to post on our social media. It's <laughs> not true. Okay, I didn't. Okay, last night I forgot to pose and he's just, no words, nothing. He just screenshots me through a calendar reminder. He sends a lot of full stops when he writes. It comes across very aggressive. I just like punching. He's like, mate, have you, mate you, you forgot to do this, full stop. I'm like, fuck, all right, calm down. <laughs> Chill out. It's just, it's just it's the just full pun- stop that makes it seem really angry. I've been, I've been told that before. I'm just like, oh. It's just, just the way I talk. Yeah. No, but he said he doesn't. He's not meaning it to come across like that. But I'm like, that's how it comes across. Full stop, sir. Especially in messaging, they're so like informal. The fact you're remembering to put a full stop, it's like if you've got to post this, full stop. I imagine you're like smashing your phone down to do the full stop before you send it. Full <laughs> I have to get a fixed apple. Full, <laughs> full stop. And tonight, full stop. Comma, semicolon, full fucking stop. Um, like, all right, mate. I'll post it now. Don't worry about it. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> fucking hell, Jesus. You're an idiot. Oh, uh, you just got your phone there. What's up, Jeff? Um, I have some questions for you. Is this, a sh- is this the quick fire round? Yeah. Go yeah. on, let's go. I thought we would do a few quick fire questions so I can get some quick answers from you. Good. Oh, God, I hate this. You can only answer with yes or no. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get married? Yes. No. Mm, yes. No. No. He said no. I said no. Yeah. I don't know, but it's more than no than yes at the moment. Have you ever slept with a friend's ex? No. No. If a girl sleeps with you on the first date, do you think that they're not relationship material? No. Uh, no. Okay. 
Spooning, yes or no? Yes. Yes. In the morning, or I like to be little spoon. spoon. But um, if it's too hot, only for a while, then we're splitting up <laughs> all the opposite sides of the Just bed. kicks her out of the bed. Get the fuck on the floor. Um, period sex, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Don't care. Not bothered. It's, mm. it's natural, isn't it? Love CSI. Do you get nervous on Disgusting. first dates? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I get nervous on first dates? Uh, no. I used to. Well, he, he has before. Yeah, I used <laughs> to. I used to a lot more. To get absolutely smashed yeah. through in those dates. Yeah. Absolute okay, these mayhem. ones are longer than yes or no. What's your go-to move in the bedroom? Oh, God. <laughs> this is what we said before. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, my mum's going to listen to this. Uh, mum, if you want to just like, just don't listen to this bit. Let you stop. Stop yeah. listening, mum. Um, just going to not tell her that. Okay, can, can you ask that question again? What's your go-to move in the bedroom? Like the first thing you do, or do you mean like throughout what's your like pinnacle move? What's your... What do you enjoy doing the most, I guess? I've or the one you think girls enjoy you doing the most? I really... I'm What's something that you always go to? Like, it's your go-to. My know? big thing is like... I always kiss them. My, <laughs> my big thing is... On the ass. My big thing is... <laughs> my big, my <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're trying to be serious oh, here. Sorry. Fuck's sake. Oh. My, my big thing is, uh, is foreplay. Because yeah. after that, it's only about another 60 seconds left. Yeah. But no, 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 full play. So I'm a big fan of going down on someone. Big, big fan. Because I'm like, if you do that, the rest is like pretty Women like saving. to hear that, trust me. Yeah, I am Long single, blast. ladies, by the way. Oh, we're not on the live still. <laughs> that would have been great for the Insta live. Um, last one. What's your love language? One sec, one sec. Dwayne didn't answer. What's oh, your sorry. go-to move? I just said kiss in the ass. What's your go-to move, mate? Uh, just doggy. Doggy, that's yeah. right. You, so, you said at the event... <laughs> face, <laughs> face down, down the pillow up. face down the pillow <laughs> that's the way we like the sorry mum okay what's your love language do you know what they are oh, I've, so you've got what is it uh, quality time yeah words of affirmation acts of service gifts or physical touch and mine. physical touch is not sex yeah, yeah mine's, mine's okay. physical touch and acts of service so can you say them again, sorry? Physical touch, Physical touch yeah. quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts. Maybe gift acts giving. of service. So you like, that's how you Yours is definitely words of affirmation. No, I think it's time spent. I think it's, no, I think it's quality, it's physical touch, and maybe words of affirmation. Yours yeah. is definitely words of affirmation. You definitely receive love as per words of affirmation. I can tell mm. you that now. You do. We had this conversation last week. Yeah, no, sorry, because I'm, I'm trying to remember what, like, trying to, you know. How do you give love? Sorry. Oh, is that what it is? How? Well, no, you've received, but how do you right. give? Okay. I thought the question was how we receive. Okay, yeah, sorry. that is. Both. both. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it's different, things. though. It's different. It, it would, can be. be different. Yeah, I know. But we're saying you receive it with affirmation. By that, and how That's do I give it? Yeah, love. how do you give? Oh, probably acts of service, I feel. Nah, probably, or, or like time. I would agree, nah, I would say acts of service. Is there, was there, was there a time one? What was it? it yeah. Was quality time. I think quality time as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say quality time. Is how you receive it? or How, you how would it? I would give it, yeah. Mm. Would be my, and probably physical touch. Mm. Okay. I say, yeah. Phys- yeah, physical touch is dope. I just find that like I'm a very like touchy person. Tactile. Mm. And then acts of service and physical touch would be how I receive. Okay. But yeah, if I'm spending, if I'm spending time with you, then you know know yeah. that I care mm-hmm. or actively like trying to spend time with same, you same same it's yeah. a big thing um, we have a question for you cool. shoot why do women date men that are projects oh, cool. I wrote this question didn't I 
I believe. Yes, give I us really give us a two cents. Oh, we had a big yeah. I remember this now. Okay, that this is a reflection of women or men that need to do work on themselves. Mm-hmm. I believe that we only date down in inverted commas because we're <coughs> scared of looking in the mirror and seeing what we need to do to make our lives better or more wholesome or more yep. enjoyable. So therefore, if you get a project, it's an easy way to distract yourself mm-hmm. from whatever pain or fear or discomfort that you have in your life currently. I really believe that's why why we date projects. I don't mm. think it's gender specific either. No. I don't no. really, yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely on both parties because I've specific. done that myself and, um, and I think I've probably been in that situation. There's also a, like a strong narrative around it um, that comes from self-love and self-worth as well. But I think that that can kind of come back to how much you value uh, your own progress and how much you're willing to put somebody else's life and progress in front of your own yeah. just to distract yourself. It's like bro- it's like they say um, broke people break people. It's like if you're broken, if you have your traumas and you're not like trying to actively um, fix that about yourself and you try to get into a relationship because you may see some sort of like trauma that they have as well Hmm. then you kind of almost use their problems as a way of negating the fact that you need to fix your own it's like it's 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 a a term called a trauma bond Mm -hmm. where when both people have trauma they almost gravitate towards each other Mm. and they use it as a reason to stay together because they see think that they have this thing in common where it's just like yeah it's in common but it's not something good that you have in common it's Mm -hmm. something that is breaking you inside emotionally um, and psychologically, so you need to like sort that out. I find sometimes, yeah, like you magnetize towards other people who've been through shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite but often. But it can come down to something as simple as when you have something due at work, or like you have a deadline or an assignment, and you go off and you procrastinate and you find anything else that will distract you from the task at hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's sabotaging yourself because yeah. eventually, you know, you're gonna have to you do it at some deadline. stage. Yeah. yeah. But that's exactly what project dating is too. Mm. You're just putting off your own timeline. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I was I've, de- I've more, definitely done that. Oh, I think I was probably more susceptible massive. to that back in the day compared to now. I think I'm a lot more certain now in like what I need and what I want to get out of life that I'm not going to, yeah, it won't be as easy to fall into patterns like that. Yeah, and mm. I've certainly done it before and it's, it took me a really long time to realize that I was distracting myself from my own discomfort through a relationship, not necessarily f- through being with somebody who needed work, but it was just, I was literally putting time and effort into the relationship rather than focusing on myself, which is what I really needed. Hmm. So, I also find um, that I think it's only <coughs> coming of recent where people are becoming more self-aware and because our, the generation before us, our parents were not like doing the whole self-awareness and going to therapy or aware of their mental health. Like that wasn't a thing back mm. 30, 40 years ago. Whereas now... Even for us, it's probably like so late. Like we should have already been dealing with this stuff from when we were like younger. And then now that we've come to this age where we're starting to now go into the dating world, it's only now that it becomes more prevalent Mm. because it's now that you're actually getting people involved in your life on on more than a service level. When it's just you, it's easy to just pretend that there's nothing wrong because no one else has been affected from it. But it's when you start dating and you start falling in love with these people and you start to realize how much shit you've been through because you can't even communicate how you're feeling. And then you don't even know how you're feeling. So then it's just like this constant circle because you've never talked about 
what those thoughts are, are going through your head and then you just think they're just normal thoughts. But then the thoughts that are going through your head aren't normal thoughts. They're thought that, thoughts that you need to be speaking to people and getting advice on and I think then that gets projected onto other people and that's why so many people end up so broken and and so messed up now where everyone that you meet nowadays has been through something with an ex and you're just sitting there thinking like how are you even still standing mm. when someone really opens up it's like how are you still standing whenever you've been through all that shit and it's just kind of baffling because people don't really try and work through it and whenever they come to you and tell you that you're just like you sometimes just have to sit back and realize how how powerful people can be within their minds and even just physiologically like the fact that they're still able to go to work every day and do well and get promotions whenever they've been through so much shit it could be within their family it could be in relationships it could be in their previous jobs like girls that i've met have been through so much shit and i'm just like how, how are you even able to trust again mm. what are you doing they're like i've been going to therapy i'm just like geez as like and it just it's so prevalent when they speak to you about it and they're like, yeah, I've been going to therapy. And, and it's even great when they're so open about going to therapy because there can easily be this negative connotation. Like if you're going to therapy, it's like, it's like, oh, you're messed up. But it's not because you should actually start going to therapy before you get messed up. Definitely. Because then that's how you stop yourself from ended up in a rut or a hole of, of hell. Really. I think Matthew Hussey said something. It was really interesting. He was like, you can't not get into dating because you don't know if you can trust anyone anymore. But what you can, but what you have to trust is that no matter what, you'll always be okay. Yeah. No matter what, you'll just always be able to handle it. Yeah. Because you can't just close yourself off from the world. Yeah. Just trust that you will always make it out the other side. Yeah. And I think that's like pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think so many people just close themselves off. They're like, oh, I just, just can't like, do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's just like, it's just life. Like these things happen. You know, you a lot of things do happen, but it's part of growth as well. I Definitely. think a lot of it's part of growth and, you know, so many things happen to us that leads you to where you are today and that makes you as, you know, emotive and empathetic and sympathetic towards other people's issues and yeah. problems because of that. Without that, you wouldn't be the same person. So I think trauma issues, all this builds character, character. massively. There's, there's growth and discomfort. There is growth and discomfort, said. yeah, massively. But um, I've said that a lot. Because <laughs> it's true. Mm. Yeah. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So. Yeah. Um, Eradicate the 69. I don't think we should. You don't think we should? I do not think we should. No. no I don't feel like there's any reason to eradicate any, any no. move. Look, I like to focus on the task at hand. So. Don't like an asshole in your face. <laughs> I just believe. I wouldn't like my asshole in anyone's face. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's, that's I just fair. believe on focusing on the, on the task at, at hand and getting maximum enjoyment when you are being pleasured and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. So it's I feel fun. like it should be separate. If it's not great, then fair, but I've. The only time I have done it, oh, it's been pretty good. It's been good. Um, what was the poll that you had through when you said it? To um, most people wanted to eradicate. Really? It. Yeah, eradicate okay. the sixty-nine. About 80%. 80%. 80%. It probably is a lot more complex. Obviously, you both. Yeah, I can understand why people would say that, but Height matters. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Does a little bit. Uh, you always go for like six foot five, lads. <laughs> now she hasn't been recently. <laughs> Like, height's always going to matter. Yeah, height's always going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's why height's the issue. Go for like three times your size. What do you expect? Seriously, with a guy that's 6'7", it's an issue. Cheat, like... Oh, that makes me feel... How do you like your... You'd be able to reach. Yeah, I know. I can't like, even reach when I'm on top. It's difficult. Like, you can't... you like... That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I can't even reach his nipples. Um... <laughs> 
Is there anything else we wanted to cover? It, I think. Do you want to check the uh, check the laptop? No, I, I think, think we're we've good. Have we done yeah. We've done everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really into yeah. having a great time. Oh. We're not touching that because we've already you've already okay. gone in your time. The Dan Sloss analogy. That. Did you like that by the way? The Dan Sloss thing. I've already yes. spoken about it before. You were yeah. a fan. I'm happy you liked it. I thought yeah. you'd I thought you'd like it. Um, I think we're done. Yeah. 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 If you haven't seen it, Daniel Sloss Jigsaw, give it a go. Uh, watch it with your partner and see what happens. Thanks. If you survive, you survive. You're just trying to break people up so you have more options. I'm not. I'm trying to keep true love together, but the ones that aren't in true love, yeah, those are the ones I'm trying to break up because I'm a cringe. Um, what is your most interesting story? Well, um, I am lucky enough to have had dinner at David Guetta's villa in Ibiza. I was in Ibiza with a girlfriend at a club called Heart, I believe, and I was driving. I don't know who drives in Ibiza, but I wanted to get up and go for a run. But the club was like starting to heat up at about like one and the tunes are really good. And this guy came up and said, do you want to come to our VIP area? And and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Went up there and there was a huge bottle of Cristal and like one of those huge bottles of Belvedere. I've never had Cristal and I like champagne. So I said, okay, cool, let's just go up there and drink some of their drinks. Went up there, sat down, started talking to this guy and it turned out that it was his Bucks week and I was just having a chat. He was like a fairly, very normal looking guy from the States. And I said, where are you staying? And he said, oh, Villa Titanium. And I was like, like I've been to Ibiza a few times, so I know where things are. And I said, what area is that? And he's like, I don't know. It's just Villa Titanium. Anyway, it turns out that he'd hired David Guetta's Villa for a week for 250000 euros for the week and taken flown his 10 best mates over there for his bucks weekend so i ended up going over there with a girlfriend and we had dinner with them there was private chefs there was a club in a bunker with a pool there was a nail studio a boxing ring a gym a hair salon all of these things in this house it was incredible it's like nothing i've ever been to but the fun, like the funnier thing is at the end of this story, I left my work phone in this fucking villa. So the next day I had to go back and see these guys again. And I made friends with Grant. Um, so we went, we went back the <laughs> next day. We, we, <laughs> we went back the next day. We'll just and that out. We had booked tickets to go and see um, Kygo play at Ishwire. And as we got drunk, we were trying to get the guys to come with us. And they were like, no, 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 we just want to go home tomorrow. Like we've had enough. But they, they were kind of like, they were kind of amping up and getting on board. And one of them was like, just get Jess to go and talk to the buck and she can try and persuade him because um, he's, he's fond of her. So I went and spoke to him and I was like, look, what have you got to fucking do tomorrow? Like you're in Ibiza, it's your buck's week. Let's just go to the club and have a good time. And he said, oh, I've got to fly home. I just want to get back to Washington. And I, I said, what, you got to go back on like a first-class flight, flight to Washington? And he says, oh, no, I've got a private jet. So I just said, get the fucking driver. <laughs> we're all getting in the car and we're going to Ushuaia. So fuck our 50-euro tickets to see cargo. We walked in the back. The VIP, like, walked with security in the back to this VIP area and, like, you know, had all of the Velveteer and the champagne again. Turns out that he ended up getting Kygo to play at his 30th birthday and now he's bought a whole bunch of shares in his production company. What the fuck? And when he called me the next day from the private jet and it turns out when I did my research, he's, like, Forbes 30 under 30. 
Oh, it's a lot better than a private table at Salty's. <laughs> he still he still calls me his relationship advisor to this day. I would, I nice. would I would say the same. He's like, you need to invoice me, and I'm like, fucking right, I do. <laughs> Oh, so that is out. a great story. Shout I out. Like it. Um, um, thank you very much, Jess, Jessica, yeah, for being come back on. TBD returns. It's always a pleasure, pleasure, never a chore. Very excited for the one. third time you come on. Probably you've done a show by that point, another show. Hopefully um, a fucking TED Talk. Oh, Let's go. I'd be very keen to listen to that. I don't think we'll <laughs> ever get onto a TED Talk. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you will listen to us talk about relationships. <laughs> Track record. Don't paint us fucked. with the same, br- same brush. Um, but um, yes, thank you very much, everyone, for checking in once again. Yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure. And as usual, get us on all our socials. And um, mine, mine and at, Jessica's. At The Boy Detox. We will tag it in the caption at The Boy Detox. Mm. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, follow. When we put content out there, people, like it, share it, do some stuff with it. Leave especially some, especially leave some our reviews. friends. Exactly. Especially, Especially your friends. Yeah, you fucks. You just piece blo- of shit. Bloody like the thing and carry on with your day. Yeah. You don't even ask for much. Piece of shit. Leave a review as well. If anyone yeah. is kind enough to Buy leave a review. Condoms, wrap it up, you fucks. Yeah, definitely. Yes, do that. I agree. Well, Jess said, maybe, possibly. Um, we are going to be bringing out some merch as well, eventually. Oh, that right. That is in the works. We're going to be bringing the subject to change condom. I'm only joking. Um, we're going to be bringing out some merch. So when it does come out, show the love. And... Uh, Perfect. Thank you. I actually asked little. Dan to do this weeks ago and he hasn't done it, so I have yeah. to do it now. This is probably more your thing than mine. But thank yeah. you very much, everyone. Bye bye. Peace and love. Bush. Bush.